Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely. You will hear proven strategies and solutions to help you in your recovery, including real interviews with real people. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Check it out now on Amazon. And now... Another episode of Bulimia Sucks, the podcast. Hello, my name is Kate Hudson-Hall, and thank you for listening to Bulimia Sucks. As I have said it many times before, it does. So this is a platform for people to share relatable and uplifting and inspiring conversations based on eating disorders. And episodes include personal stories of where people are now and their difficult journeys that they've taken in their recovery. But also we talk to professionals who work with people with eating disorders. So my book, let me tell you about that first. The audio book is now live on Audible, Amazon and iTunes. And if you would be interested, I could send you a free copy of this. So... If you email me at katehudsonhall at gmail.com, then I can send you the code and you can download it for free. And also our Patreon platform is now live, which is exciting. So for those of you that don't know what Patreon is, it's a way for our listeners to support us financially and allow us to continue creating content and helping people who are struggling with eating disorders. So if you are interested and would like to support us, if you go to patreon.com forward slash bulimia sucks, and then you can find out more information there. Now, our guest today is Mia, Mia Powell. Now she has joined us before in episode 48, where she was talking about her journey with her eating disorder, and then also how she helps people now with eating disorders. And she is a registered neuro-linguistic psychotherapist and accredited clinical hypnotherapist. And she is based in the UK. And she specializes in result-driven therapy and counseling for conditions such as anxiety and eating disorders. And she combines neuro-linguistic training with psychological training to help her eating disorders clients deal with the issues that are having a negative impact on their life. And she also draws from other approaches, including CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, schema therapy, humanistic therapies, Reiki, and third wave methods such as mindfulness and compassion approach therapy. So I'm very excited because she's come back to to join us and talk to us about, firstly, about how flashcards can help us in our um, recovery path, and also to talk about schema therapy and how we can begin to tune in to our emotions and work with them. So, uh, Mia, welcome. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us. Welcome, Kate, and thank you for the invitation. It's always a pleasure to see you and be with you and uh, all our listeners. Yeah, it's great to have you back, and we're excited to hear 
to hear how you're going to help us all. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, I think um, a good way to start would be um, to speak about the, um, the flashcards and uh, uh, how, how they can be used as tools for, for our listeners who do struggle with, you know, with eating disorders and not only. Um, they are very good, actually, tools to be uh, used uh, in various addictions. So right. what are they, um, these flashcards? Um, when you work closely with your uh, client, um, you obviously develop a certain relationship that, um, that, unfortunately, because it's done only in, I don't know, let's say you meet on Zoom now or you, you visit your, your therapist, um, you can't take it at home, let's say. But now, through this, um, through these flashcards, you can take the message from um, the session at home. So these flashcards are messages from the therapist to their clients that can be used when episodes um, of, um, let's say, bulimia or uh, purging are taking place or just before so when people go through these episodes they just don't go straight in them and they think i'm going to go and purge now they are planned so they are planned let's say a day before days before and your your mind is just ready to 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 take on board the, the message so a flashcard is a message that you can store in your phone or you can store on a little card and it says, it can say something like, um, and they, it can be played in the moment you feel you are triggered. So what does it mean in the moment you are triggered? When you feel that urge, it can be in the form of a feeling that it goes through your stomach and you feel it. I don't know, in your throat, or you feel it's overwhelming you. And that moment, when you feel you are going to physically go from your room, let's say, to the kitchen. So then this flashcard can be played from your phone. The client, the person can play, you know, you push the play button, and then you hear that. So, so it's a positive, um, it's positive words that are recorded short positive phrases that are recorded yeah. in there the are home. phrases yeah so you can hear something like obviously you know your client and you know what triggers them and after you know many sessions with your client you will have known what is likely to trigger them what defectiveness in schema therapy you call it defectiveness mode so let's say if if the client was abused uh, as a child um, and uh, it was repeatedly told, you're ugly, you're nothing, you don't deserve to be here. You would, you as a therapist, you would record something like, uh, hey, Jenny, this is Mia. If you listen to this message now, it means you have been triggered and you are going to feel useless because we know we spoke prior to the client. Yeah. Yeah. You feel useless. You feel What's going through your head now, you are criticizing yourself, you are judging yourself, or if something else was the problem, you are being uh, judged right now, or you have been called uh, ugly, or you feel guilty. Now, if this is the case, 
I want you to know that what's happening now, you triggered your schema, let's say from when you are a little child, you are replaying that script you're playing 20 years ago. But the client is being prepared for that because they've spoken to their therapist about those. So now they are listening. If you feel like that right now, remember you are not the person you were 20 years ago. So it's reinforcing what the work has been done. So whilst they are listening to that flashcard, they know they've got the choice to stop right there. Yeah. And that's the power of, of that messages that have been worked on in the therapy. Yeah. So you don't have to do that. Now you can tell yourself, I am not that person anymore. I am not my past. Yeah. I am Jenny from now. I am Jenny who can and who had done work. I am beautiful. I know my value. And things, you know, very forced. So that's how the flashcards work. They can be recorded by the person themselves or with the voice of the therapist on them. And yeah. can be played. So if, somebody, if somebody wanted to you know, dive in now and, and make their own flashcards on their phone, their own recordings. So how could they take that forward? How could they do that? So they can either work with their therapist if they are seeing someone Uh, And the therapist can write a message and then the person can take literally their mobile and record a little video and speak, um, speak out and read the message their therapist put. Mm -hmm. Or um, if they are not seeing anyone, they can read themselves and say uh, something because they know what triggers them. Yeah, they know. But this actually will take us to the next tool because we are talking about two Uh, tools here yes if you are going to do a flashcard you know to be you you know you have to be very open with your emotions what you feel when you are triggered and people don't think of their emotions they don't express them because there is shame yeah yeah if you if i am going to run to the kitchen and grab something and i have to stop and think oh what do i feel now I don't know. I don't care. I'm going to do it. But in therapy, when you're seeing your therapist, you can't run to the kitchen or whatever, because you have to to answer the questions they are thrown at you. Yeah. You, you have to say, what did you feel when you did that? So you have to think and say, well, I felt fear. I felt shame. I felt anger. Yeah. So if somebody were to didn't have a therapist, they may not briefly thinking back to a an episode that maybe that they've had where they've binged and purged. They need to take some time out, don't they, and think back to what was happening right before they ended up walking into the kitchen. So what were they thinking and what were they feeling? Yes. And start to identify specifically what the pattern of thought was that brought up the feelings and the emotions. Because if you do step back and you take time out to think about that, you will be able to tune into them, won't you? You will. And then it's good to have maybe either writing, people write now a lot on their iPhones, on the notes, or people who prefer diaries, they can have diaries. 
And it's good practice to write down what it comes without, um, you know, um, making any um, selections, just write everything down. I felt darkness. It, there is no right and wrong, uh, and there is no specific words, anything, because sometimes feelings come in colors. Uh, this is quite surprising. Yeah. There are colors. You see blank, you see black, you see fog, you see anything you see. Uh, some people are visual, and a lot of the feelings will come in colors, or they hear noises. I heard thunder, or I heard because if it's something that trigger is triggered from the childhood, let's say abuse, physical abuse, it might be a noise, a strong noise associated with that. I felt my head was hurting that much, and I felt I felt very small. Yeah, it could be something as simple as hearing a chair scrape on the floor. So yes. you know, if they were abused or something, that would be the you know maybe the first you know, the, the first um, trigger, if you like. Mm. Exactly. It's, it is actually, like you say, it can be the first trigger. So if there is that chair squeaking on the floor, that's good. You write it down. And then when you wrote everything associated with that trigger, you start thinking, why did I write the chair squeaking? Where does it send me back this memory? And they will be absolutely amazed to actually start seeing in their heads where the chair was squeaking first time yeah. and the emotions associated with that. Yeah. And that will make sense. And then in their flashcard, they will write, okay, Jenny, if I, if I am triggered and I am triggered now and I want to do such and such, what I now feel the trigger was feeling um, alone in the dark room and hearing chairs squeaking and it was happening such and such 25 years ago but that made me feel um, I don't know afraid uh, not worthy yeah, or panic or anxiety or yeah any just say yeah. it. It, it has to be said because when you say it and you affirm it you you free yourself because mm. it's out it's not in it's out. But then, Jenny, you are not in that dark place. Look, you are in a beautiful house. You have this and that. And you achieved so much. So if I feel like that, I know I can. If I hear to myself speaking on this video now, it is to remind me that I'm not the person 20 years ago. So it's like a, me a, a message to yourself. So you record yourself from the future. This is very important message from your future self because you know you're going to do it so you give yourself a message from your future so you say okay jenny if you listen to this message now it is because you have been triggered and i am here to help you yeah so by listening to that message firstly i think it's breaking the pattern it's breaking the cycle yes. and then they need to continue to do that and keep replaying that that recording don't they well this is the first thing if you break the pattern that's a good that's a an excellent start because mm. we broke broke something that we didn't think that it was going to be ever broken yeah. but now 
obviously our minds are very clever and our subconscious is not uh, being imprinted enough to take it on board as a, as a command. So we have to do it every time that happens and be prepared with a message. Have the phone charged, have the little card, flashcard. If we go out visiting, it can happen anywhere. Have your phone or your flashcard in your pocket, in your jeans pocket, in your purse. And if you are triggered, you listen to it. It has to become your second nature, listening to that phone, because you will be tested. Because you have been programmed your mind to feel your brain, to feel safe in this cycle. And if it's it's a negative for us, but the brain doesn't know that because the brain is there. Imagine a you know, the subconscious mind is like two years old child is there to do what you say, even, you know, it, you say do that and it, it doesn't make any difference. It's negative or positive, even if we are going to self-destruct. So we have to reprogram ourselves to, to take on board and to believe this is for real. And if we do that for a number of times, the unconscious mind will take it on board and say, oh, okay, it's good news. It's a different command, but it's real. So I'm going to program this person's mind Mm. to do that. Yeah, because the subconscious mind is always listening. And if you do keep playing, as you keep playing that recording, the subconscious mind will go, oh, why do they keep keep (laughs) playing that? Oh, this is the direction that she wants me to go in. Oh, okay. And then it will start to help you unconsciously to change that behavior. And people have to understand this is not magic. People think, you know, oh, the um, secret law of attraction. This is not secret. This is pure science, how we've been created. Once you give your mind, and of course we don't understand, but we do want to have an explanation for everything, don't we, humans? It's not magic. It's not coming from a secret law. It's the law that we we have to admit. It's real. Once you start focusing on something, how our brain is made to start looking for clues and opportunities to give us more of that. So like you say, once you program those words in your mind, I am not the past. I am now. I am not what I was and happened to me. I am what's happening now and it's good. Your brain thinks, okay, well, let's look for more of this now. Yeah, yeah. And you associate beauty, um, self-confidence, flexibility with now. Because um, as we were saying before, perfectionism is one hell of a problem in addiction. Yes. So we want people to stop thinking perfectionist, perfect. This is, this is not real. This is a story. This is a myth. Flexibility. Look at the nature. We all say, God, when we are in a park or when in, in, you know, on a cliff of the mountain, what usually people say, God, it's so beautiful. Look at these trees and the flowers. Now, if you look at those trees and flowers, they are the most imperfect things. You see trees, sometimes they have noses out. (laughs) That's that's not very perfect for a tree, really slender. And 
<laughs> it looks like a monster and we find beautiful. We say, God, that's so beautiful. You can see a human head in there. Look at the yeah. eyes and the nose, what a big nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yet we are so critical and judgmental. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> So Mia, so if somebody was at home listening and they wanted to to create their own flashcards, so just so they've got a clear picture, so they could they could either write this down on the little cards or they could grab their phone and probably write it down first what they're going to say and then read it out. So what specifically do you feel they should say that they're going to record on their on their phones? So it has to be something very punchy. They can um, listen. In this is an alert time. It's a life and death. So yeah, it has so when to they're be, in that moment. When they are moment. So it has to be um, first. If you listen to this message, so it's like from themselves. This is a message from your future self journey. If you are listening to this message now, it is. It means that you have been triggered in one of those episodes. It means such and such. This can be um, adopted for any addiction. It means, and they have to write their problem, what it means to them. It means you have been reached to the cupboard. It means you have been um, uh, gone to the gambling. It means you have been to those websites again. Whatever they know, it's triggering for them. It means that you have been judged again and you feel that you are ugly, you are uh, um, uh, guilty. Or angry or upset or or anything. And if you feel the same, if you feel this, it means that you have triggered one of those uh, early episodes in your life when you have been... And because this is very private and confidential for them, they can write what it triggered. It means you remember again when you've been abused, that you've been, I don't know, whatever the problem was, they know. And if you feel like that, you know you are not this person anymore. You know that happened 20 years ago and you have healed. You know that you can have a choice now. And this is the moment you can stop. So from then, they can listen as many times. They can listen 20 times. You can listen to this message 20 times. And they can play it. Because once the cycle is broken, they know. that It's like a lot of people confess when they listen to these flashcards. They are going through like a cold shower. Oh, my God, I was in a trance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. They're what, in their what, I was, vision. what I was going to do? What was I was going to do in the next second? And they can write. They can go if they want in more details. But it's good to keep it short. Yeah, just like a you know, like a shower, cold shower. And would it be good at the end of that to tack on um, some positive words? So I am a, um, I'm learning to be confident. Or I'm learning to um, tune into my feelings in order to um, free myself from bulimia or something like that. So for the people who don't see a therapist, I would recommend they do these cards when they are feeling strong. 
Oh yes, it's very important. So when when they when they know they have done it, and you always have that feeling. You people know how good it feels to feel free, and that's when I would recommend them to write, and then they have to finish the message from their future selves. Now you are this person. You remember you are, because when they will be in fallen, they will have to look up to their future self. And the brain will remember how they felt then. You remember how good you feel when you are confident. Yes, you yeah. remember how good it feels when you are free. Yeah. And when they've written those words, would it be a good idea maybe to have a positive image in their head of them feeling confident with themselves? Absolutely. That's that's uh, because obviously when you see when they say how good it feels when you are free, they already have images. But you will be good to have a picture of them, maybe dry, uh, dressed nicely and keep that memory. You remember how beautiful you felt about yourself. Yeah. So find an, a good positive image of how they want to be in the future. Yes. And that message they have to remember how powerful they are. We can write messages from our future going into that frame of mind you want to be. That simple it is. So when I'm feeling good, but I know I have bad periods, if I write a message from how I want to be all the time, I write a message, okay, I can say, Mia, if you read that message or listen to this message, you have a really down time. Now, I want you to know how good you feel when you are on top of the mountain, how powerful, how smiling. And then when I go down the hill, yeah, I can read that and say, oh, my God, I remember that. Oh, wow. And I break the pattern. Yes. Yeah. And that is power. And the more that you can do that and play that recording, the more powerful it become. Yes. And it will be good if, you know, if... Um, uh, if in the community we would we would implement that so people are educating themselves because whoever you know not everybody will will be able to have their therapist it would be good if everybody could see their therapist because this is invaluable support but for those who can't to educate themselves and know they are capable of doing it yeah yeah and if somebody say had anxiety which many people with bulimia don't do um they could use it for that couldn't they absolutely it can be used of course we said it's a very good tool for addictions but for anxiety as well because anxiety is a fear panic without reason apparently but because it's happening over a day or two before the episode it, there are many reasons then you can't remember anymore because it's a million reasons and the brain will say i'm not going to go through a million reasons to give you one <laughs> It protects you, yeah. the brain, yeah. So you'll say, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But when you break it down, of course, you find the reason. Yes. Because the reason might be 10 years ago or five years ago. So the same with anxiety. Um, if you know that something will trigger you, you can, you can pick two, three reasons when you have some time out on your bed, sitting down and going through. But that requires people to to give themselves this time of reflection. It won't happen without that. Mm. To have the courage 
to say, I'm taking time out to analyze my behavior. What makes me go from A to Z in a flashcard in a minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what is that trigger? Yes. What has triggered you to suddenly for the anxiety to spiral out of control? Yes. yes. And then you have to sit down and go as as far as you can. Okay, it might be... um, Two people said no to you because, I don't know, you you were looking for a job and two two companies said no. You applied, let's say, to five and two already said no. And then anxiety spirals out and and sweating and you can't breathe. Oh, my God, am I going to do? Two said no already. Okay. And when you sit down and take time out because you want to sort this one out and get your flashcard, where is this panic coming from? It's coming from, what am I thinking of? Well, I'm thinking of, they will all reject me, the five of them. Why? Because I'm not good enough. Mm. So that's the trigger. I am not good enough. So mm. a flashcard for anxiety will say, hey, we, we use Jenny because we, we, we said Jenny. Or, or good old said, Jenny. Uh, old Jenny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is so, again. She's got many problems, our Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> she's very good yeah she's saying she never says no <laughs> to more so jenny says okay jenny if you if you hear this message it's because you had a, a sudden panic attack and if you had this panic attack it is because you felt again not good enough but jenny we've worked through this and we have seen in so many instances and they can say you remember then how good you were and people said that and your friends say how wonderful you are and they appreciate that and look what you did there so you know this is not from you now this is from Jenny the old Jenny and they can write there and make it very specific and they can breathe yeah and say oh and I think that's I think that's a good point isn't it Mia that when you're making your flashcards think about so say you you know you you didn't feel very confident um and you felt negative because you lost you know you didn't get these two jobs then you need to think about okay well what um what happened in the past that made me feel like that and then think back throughout your life and think well I did you know I got this job and I achieved that and you've got to sort of understand the fact that that's not actually true it is just a negative thought that you're having in your head and that is all it is absolutely and these are what we call ghosts from the past ghosts yeah they are ghost feelings from the past they don't belong there well we say that about the ghost what do we usually say the, the popular culture yeah we say ghosts are spirits from the past who haven't found peace yeah that's the common you know folklore yeah. actually these are exactly that ghosts visiting us from the past because we haven't put them away for good that's exactly what it is but then every ghost finds peace in the end and how are we going to put peace into these people's hearts by them acknowledging they are not real anymore they are just reminiscences stuck stuck there in the brain because there is something there that still you know is not finished we have to through these positive behaviors, flashcards and positive thinking, we are reinforcing the new messages, the new people that they are. 
Yeah. And how and they want to be in the future. Yeah. And they want to be. Because even when we say ghosts from the past, that's not as powerful, is it? It's like, oh, I have to get rid of it. It's not. If they think it's not a big deal, I'll, this is just how oh, I know a ghost, you won't feel as, as frightened. You don't give them much power. And that's good. It's just ghosts. I'll deal with that. I'll have to reinforce this person I am now. Yes. Yeah. And they will go because the, it's like a muscle. The less you use it, the more it will stop working. So mm. it's positive reinforcement. Yeah, to build up that muscle. Yes, which is the belief. If we think of the belief in ourselves and self-confidence as a muscle that has to be worked on every day, it is, it is worth it, the work. Yeah, yeah, because people can change and they can change these behaviours. If they want. Yeah. And if they realize how much of a difference that will make in their lives and the people around them lives, it's like having a second chance again. Yeah. From a new, from a new person. It's, it's an exciting journey. Yes. Yes. This has been fantastic. So is there anything else you wanted to add, Mia? What I would probably like to leave with people is don't be afraid of um, expressing emotions. Because in especially addictions, um, there is this perfectionist behavior that you have to do it that way or it will not work. And especially in uh, eating disorders, accumulating let's say in um, a lot of food and then just to get rid of them or um, it's 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 an um, it's impacting the way people hold on onto their emotions you hold on a lot inside Mm. all this food is accumulation of emotions of fear anger feeling unworthy now when we express our fears through these flashcards, through little diaries, you actually take them out. So you don't need to hold on to them anymore. So I would like to encourage everybody who listens to to us to have the courage to express their feelings to the smallest details they want, because it will be between them and themselves. So express it. Free yourself from whatever you hold on there. Yeah. And it is, it's taking that time out and tuning into your feelings. And not being afraid. Once you, re- once you let go of the feelings, they will not hurt you. Once you express, don't, they won't come back and say, oh, what have you done to me? I'm out now, you know, what am I going to do here? They, they will just leave you and you'll feel relieved. Yeah. Once you, there is a big power in expressing everything. There is a people carry big burdens on their shoulders all their lives, yeah, because they can't express. Yeah, and once once you start to tune into your feelings, many of my clients find it so powerful, so positive to actually write a diary, keep a journal, and write those feelings down. And by writing those feelings down, you can begin to let them go. Yes, it's 
People love this, and we like these rituals of saying goodbye. It's nice to say goodbye from even to the ghost. A lot of these feelings will be ghosts running on empty because they've been used to be there, and they just do their jobs running there. But they are ghosts. A lot of the feelings, anger. If they go, if they stop for a moment and they think about anger, anger. What am I angry about? I've got no reason to be angry about something from the past. Yeah. And they will laugh. They will say, oh, my God, I've been angry for 10 years without having any reasons to be angry. Yeah. So have this courage to, to tidy up your, you know, your, your mind and your body and have faith that it will work. You will take control. Yeah. Work with yourself. Yeah. And take that time out for you. Yes. And for those who work with their therapists, who know them better than anyone in the world, uh, it's important to carry on this world and work and uh, have them writing, you know, the flashcards with you because they know what you're dealing with. And uh, it, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be a real positive help yes. in your recovery. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, Mia, thank you so much for joining us again. Oh, thank you. We thank you. We need to run off and start to focus on our, on our flashcards. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, indeed, yes. Thank you, Kate. It's been yeah. wonderful. Yeah, so thank be- you, Mia. This has been excellent. And thank Jenny also. Yeah. Not to forget <laughs> Jenny. Yeah. She's, she's played a good actor. She's been a good actor. <laughs> oh great well thank you to everybody for listening today to bulimia sucks and join us again on the next episode make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on apple itunes so you never miss an episode and as i um maybe you've already heard check out my book bulimia sucks on amazon to learn many different techniques to help you to begin to break through your painful bulimic behaviors And I'd love to hear what you think. So it'd be also great if you could leave a review and make sure you come and join our Facebook group, Bulimia Sucks, if you haven't already, where it's great to connect with like-minded people and chat about our ups and downs that we have and our jennies. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for listening. And I look forward to chatting with you all in in the next episode. Bulimia Sucks but you don't. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calmness. Check it out now on Amazon.